the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show. And, yep, I'm so excited to be with you again today. Uh, we've been talking about love in, in the past uh, shows. We've been talking about love and faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. And how many of us out there feel like we've had enough love in our lives? Okay, I get the answer. You know, I don't think we can get filled up to the brim ever. Maybe the day that we get, um, you know, we get married or something. But um, on the whole, I think there's always more. And for for those of you that have a new pet or you have a, a new child, you think that you have given all the love you can give. You know, you're just, you're, you're filled as far as what you can give. But then this child or this dog comes and all of a sudden you have all this new love that you can give to this this being. And so um, it's amazing that it's ever flowing, overflowing. And uh, can we ever love enough? I think the answer is no, but we can keep trying, can't we? And I think that's a good place to be. So uh, with that being said, um, when I was thinking about what to talk about today, I hired a new assistant. And she's a great addition. Her name is Anita. And um, today I it was my first time asking her to do this, and I was running out of time because it was bills to get paid and all of these other things that we needed to do, and all of a sudden I went, oh, my goodness, I have radio today. And even though I prepare in advance and I ask the Lord to reveal to me, um, a lot of the times I'll go, what am I going to really talk about? I mean, I have an idea in my head, the Lord's placed something or a lesson I'm learning myself, going through the motion, going through the journey. But yet when it comes down to it, it's like, okay, what exactly, what, what is it that we're going to, what's the message, Lord, that you want me to, to deliver? And today, uh, when I mentioned to uh, Anita about today and, and what I'm dealing with personally and what I feel the Lord was showing me, she said, the word that comes to mind is integrity. And I went, that is so amazing. I went to my radio book, my other assistant, Cynthia, she's like, Oh, look at this. And it's this, and I'll share it with you in a little while, a plasticized, a two-sided paper that says integrity, and it has scriptures on integrity. And it's because it's been in there because I knew I wanted to talk about this, and it's God's timing, not our timing. And so sometimes we just have to wait on the Lord, don't we? And so today is the day, and uh, it's pretty amazing how things happen. About, I don't remember when I looked at my text with my daughter, Tiana, I just spent yesterday um, with my grandkids, my two little girls, Montana, Jade, and Dakota Brave. And uh, Montana just turned two. Can't believe two years has passed since she was born. And I was in the delivery room when she was born. Pretty amazing, amazing moments. And then um, same thing happened with Dakota Jade. I happened to be able to be privileged and blessed enough to be in the delivery room with Mama and, and Daddy 
and baby coming and uh, pretty amazing. It's Dakota Brave. She sends me something, and so I had uh, Cynthia print it out for me, and it says, The great ones operate with integrity. In looking for people to hire, which we're doing a lot of that right now, by the way, you look for three qualities. Integrity is number one, intelligence, and energy. If they don't have the first, the other two will kill you. And this was written by Warren Buffett. Now, you know, I run a business. Uh, I have lots of relationships that I deal with daily. I am a Christian, uh, a believer. I'm a mom. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm a grandma now. I'm a lot of things, as are you. And so whether it's hiring somebody or somebody you want to trust or uh, hang out with, would you say the same things kind of exist? Do you want to hang out with people that have integrity? And how do you test that? I tell people when I hire them, I say, I trust you. Do you give me reason not to? And that's such a true statement, both personal and in the workplace. I will trust you. I will trust you until you give me reason not to trust you. And what relationship can survive and thrive without trust? I know that for me, if I cannot trust somebody, they are not in my inner circle because I can't have them there. I need to be able to trust that their decisions in my absence are going to be decisions that I would want to have made, at least to the best of their ability. Not always are we going to see eye to eye and not always are things going to happen exactly like I think. But God uses all things, doesn't he? He, he makes a message out of every mess, doesn't he? So I just thought that was really good that my daughter shared this with me. And I, I kept it in the background because I'm thinking I'm hiring people right now. I don't have integrity as a core value, but when I look at Ecola's core values, I see a lot of that, you know, customer service comes first, dependability, treating people with respect. These are all integrity qualities. These are things that you can show that you are an integrity person. There's a lot more things that you can do to show you're an integrity person. So integrity, what exactly is integrity? My assistant, I had her pull some of the strongest scriptures in the Bible talking about integrity. And I think we all need to listen to these scriptures because if you're wondering about this word and what it means and how you act upon it, whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. When I was walking to the show today, when I was walking up to the steps to get on my mask and to go into the building today, I was thinking about people that talk about you behind your back, people that judge you. And, and you know, they haven't walked in your shoes, have they? They don't know where you've been. And I know personally that this happens, whether I go into a nail salon and they're talking another language, but they're looking at me and I'm thinking, what are they saying? Or somebody that I know, whether it's be an intimate friendship or a relationship or somebody that I just am acquaintance with, I know that there possibly are things being said behind my back. Am I in la-la land to think that there's never a, a thing said about me that would be counter what I would want? 
no, I'm not in La La Land. And I know that there is things being said. For whatever reason, people have their reasons why they judge. People have reasons why they say what they say and gossip and rumor and all those things. And that's up to them. They have to deal with that with their Lord. But when I was walking up the steps and I'm thinking about this, where am I going to put my confidence? Am I going to put my confidence in my belief system in what someone else thinks or when someone else believes? Are you? Or are you going to believe the word of God over your life? And are you going to do your best? We're going to fall short. Of course we are going to fall short, everybody. We will fall short. And he knows that. He says it in his word. But he also says his grace is sufficient, meaning he's going to love us no matter what. How I know that being a mother and a grandmother, do our children and our grandchildren always do the best? Do they always do things the way we think they should be done? Of course not. Do we love them any less? I hope not. Better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who's crooked in his ways. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the crookedness of the treacherous destroys them. Better is a poor person who walks in his integrity than one who is crooked in speech and is a fool. The righteous who walks in his integrity, blessed are his children or her children after him or her. Aren't these wonderful scriptures? The capacity of heart and uprightness doing according to all that I have commanded you in keeping my statutes and my rules. So in order to know what his statutes and his rules are, where would you go to find that out? Do we just make them up? I hope not. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. Isn't that a good word? That's what I was talking about when I was walking up. And I'm thinking there are going to be people that are going to slander. There's going to be people that are going to say things. I had a guy the other day that put on my Facebook page, you never speak about Jesus. You never speak about sin. Really? How often do you listen to my show? (laughs) I mean, are you really listening? Because I talk about sin. Sin is real. It is there. The devil is real. Hell is real. Heaven is real. I talk about those things. I am hoping and I'm praying that when you listen to the Sue Free Show, that it is something that touches you not only in your head, because real change happens in the heart. I always know the Holy Spirit is present when there's a change in my emotions. Some of you know what I'm talking about right now, but there are some times when I just cry and I'm like, what in the heck is going on right now? And it's usually the Holy Spirit that's getting a hold of my heart. And there's life-changing things that happen when that happens. So don't be worried if you shed tears or you're emotional. Because usually the Lord will work in that moment and and, uh, touch you there. You know, there's so many times where I hear men and they're talking, you know, in their head. They're they're in their head. They want to talk about the history and, and, you know, well, I don't know. What do you think about this or, or whatever? 
And I'm like, let's talk about the matters of the heart. Can we just get in into the deepness of our hearts? I have a friend who is um, going through a tough time in their marriage. And, you know, they, they had to move out of California because of the kids and all the decisions that are being made. And, and Mama Bear just wants to take care of her babies and, and make sure that they're not having to wear a mask every day and test every day and all this stuff. She wants out of California. Can't say that I blame her at the moment. It's pretty sad stuff. But their marriage is suffering. And so where do you start with that? Where do you start with that? Well, my feeling is, and and what I feel that the Lord is asking us to do is to live with integrity, to look at the person in the mirror. Let's focus on what we can do about what we can do right? It's like you can't fix everything. I've tried, believe me, you can't. But we can work on things. And we have to decipher what are things that we have some power over and what are some things that they're in God's hands and we have no idea where they're going to go. But we do know that God has them, hopefully, faith, hope, and love. He has them. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, not in my power, but in his power. And living in righteousness and living with integrity, is that easy? I'll just ask you that. Is it always easy to do the right thing? Is it? What would be your answer? See, this radio thing is one one way conversation. I know the Lord knows your thoughts and the Lord knows what you're doing. And, and I love this thing where it says integrity is when you do the right thing when nobody's looking. When nobody's looking, you do the right thing even when nobody's looking. That's integrity. How do you test integrity? I was talking to, to Daniel and I said, well, maybe we should test the new hires and have a, a dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill and accidentally drop it, walk out of the room, come back in and see if they pick it up. And if they say, hey, you drop this or they don't say anything at all. Would that be integrity? Hmm, yeah. We tell people all the time, you know, you never know when there's a camera looking at you. You never know. And it's not worth losing your job over. So let's just be honest. Let's be integrity people. Let's do the right thing when no one's looking. I have to tell you, it's difficult to do it. But in the long run, it makes things easier and simpler in the long run. Because you're not having to think about that over there or what you did there or whatever you're not all of that is not clouding your your mind because you're you're walking the right walk you're talking the right talk your actions speak louder than your words in a positive way Whew. first timothy 1 5 the aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith If you have those things, it makes life peaceful and harmonious. And as much as you have control over your choices every minute of every day, which you do have choices every minute of every day. And by the way, I've been talking a while and you might not know who's talking right now. This is the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. And You know, I've been on this show for over 12 years. It's almost 13 years. And to me, that's just crazy where 12 years has gone. I just find that crazy. And our lives are kind of a blink of an eye. And any mom knows that when you have a baby and it's going, it's just so tough at times having those babies. I think of my daughter having two under two. 
uh, you know, it's crazy times to just juggle it all. But, you know, we think it's just going to go forever, and it doesn't. It's a blink of an eye, and before you know it, they're graduating high school. Where did that time go? Oh, my gosh, we just needed to sleep. We needed to take a shower. And now we've got all the time in the world to sleep. And we have all the time in the world to take that shower. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. And being a grandmother, I know what it's like now when people say, oh, my gosh, motherhood was great. But grandmotherhood, nothing like it. I have to agree. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. First Timothy 5.8, but if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. When we have tough decisions to make on the elderly, our parents maybe, or, or something else, are we making the right decisions? Are we doing what's right? We have to ask ourselves that question. Because, you know, there's going to come a time when that parent might be, not be there are you going to look back with regret? That's a question I ask, and that's part of integrity, is, you know, um, delayed gratification, right? It's like, oh, my gosh, I really want to go there. I really want to do that. But is it the right thing to do? Or, man, that amount of money, what I couldn't do with that amount of money, is it really your money? Is that really what you want to do? Is it what God wants you to do with that money? These are questions that I ask now. There was a time I didn't, but now those are the questions I ask. I, I, I have some money coming, and the money's been put on hold for an entire year, an entire year. And I've said this before, but you might be new to my show. And I think the reason it was put on hold was nothing more than God has timing. God has a reason for that gift that he's giving, and I had not given it to him. I haven't said, you know, God, you're giving me this gift. What do you want me to do with this money? And now that I have come to the conclusion that it is his money, which I knew that already, but now that I have made it verbal and out there, now it's clear that this is going to, you know, it's got to be used for what God wants it to be used for. And I know he has a plan. He always has a plan. We don't always know what the plan is, but he does. And it's amazing that he does. So if you're not sure what we're talking about right now, this is the Sue Free Show, and we're talking about integrity. And a lot of times that word, people have their own definition of what it is. Second Corinthians 4.2. But we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. For we aim at what is honorable, not only to the Lord's sight, but also in the sight of man. Did you get that? See, we're not supposed to give the illusion or the impression of doing something that they would think maybe we're even doing wrong. So we have to, even the sight of man, we have to stand above reproach. We have to, I'm reading this book called Uncommon right now. See, I don't want to live a common life. I want people to say she's very unusual. She's very uncommon. And I think any Christian, I think that's a compliment. Now, we can go way far, or we can be in touch. I want to go where God wants me to go, and I don't want to go further than that. I want to be right where he wants me to be. I want to walk in his light. I want to be the light. What do you want? I have to ask myself that question. Do you ask yourself that question? What do you want? And then the next question is, what do you want to be known for? What is your legacy you're leaving behind? 
it's much more than just taking up air space. It's much more than getting dressed every day and doing the same old thing every day. It's got to be more than that, wouldn't you say? So what are you doing with this thing called life? You have so many hours in the day. You have so many days in the week and months in the year and years on this earth. And we don't have a promise of how many days we have left, do we? So what are you doing with the time you have? What are you doing with your present day? I have been kind of in in between. I went to church on Sunday and I went by myself and I tell you, I felt like the Lord had a flashlight on my head. I felt like he was beaming down on me, telling me, you better listen to this. And basically what he said to me is that you're in an in-between state. And what happens in in-between, can anybody relate to this right now? I think so. What happens in the in-between is God is doing a mighty work. He's doing a mighty work in us. And we don't have the answers. We don't know everything that's going on, but God does. And we just have to put our faith and our hope in that and love on people. I sat in that chair near the center aisle. I, you know, I always walk in and I'll say, God, where do you want me? Came in kind of late. Didn't mean to. Don't like that. I used to be an usher. I didn't like it when people came in late. But I came in late and I'm sitting there. And uh, I was asking the Lord, I said, reveal to me. I, I did a scan of the entire church, of all the people sitting, and there was spaces in between. There was only two people in the whole church that were wearing masks. And I just did a scan, and I said, Lord, is there somebody here that needs me? Is there someone in this church that needs me, needs you, but you're going to use me? And that's more real. It's not me. It's the Lord through me. And it's amazing when we ask the Lord to reveal to us that, you know, give me eyes to see like you see, Lord. Let me give me a heart. Give me a heart that feels what you feel. Whew. Wow, crazy. Ephesians 6, 4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Discipline and instruction is not a bad thing. How we deal with the discipline, we can get overboard if we're angry at the time. We should not take 10. Someone maybe needed to, to hear that. Not by the way of eye service as people pleasers, but as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. That was Ephesians 2. I love the book of Ephesians. It's a great book. Hebrews thirteen eighteen. Pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience, desiring to act honorably in all things. That's integrity. That's integrity. So this is part one of a part two show, and we will be back with more of the Sufri Show right after this brief break. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season. What's your sign? Hi, this is Sue Freeze of Ecola Termite Pest Control, but you can call me the Termite Lady. And I'm Tyson Freeze, manager at Ecola. When pests start mating, they start looking for food supplies. Your pantry, your garage, and a quick infestation can cost hundreds in tainted food. You don't want pests in your house. We know how to find and eliminate them before they can settle in. Call us for our free pestimate at 877 332 BUGS. 
New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Pests hate that we make our service so affordable. Don't let insects and rodents move in. Call E. Cola now, 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. E. Cola, 877-332-BUGS, termitelady.com. What would you do if your two-year-old child simply stopped breathing? The day businesswoman and author Sue Freeze discovered her son had developed life-threatening asthma, her life changed forever, sending her on a path of learning, discovery, and environmental activism. Sue's book, Learning to Breathe, chronicles her amazing life-and-death battle for her son Tyson's life, a how-to manual for parents of children with asthma. Revealing the secret causes, surprising cures, and the untold truth about harmful indoor allergens. Written with the passion of a loving mother, wisdom of a successful businesswoman, and deep spiritual devotion, Learning to Breathe is a hero's journey for the parent in all of us. If your child suffers from asthma, this must-read book could save your child's life. Learning to Breathe by author Sue Freeze, available on Amazon, or log on to SueFreeze.com. That's SueFreeze.com. SueFreeze.com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, E. Cola Termite and Pest Control, for sponsoring this show. E. Cola has been sponsoring the show for a very long time, and it's great. They are hiring. If you want a career, not a job, if you really want to have fun, come join the E. Cola team. We're having a great time, and we're growing, and it's exciting. And, you know, if you decide to join, just know that we want integrity people. We want people that put customers first, that we uh, respect one another, and we are dependable people. There's more to that, um, but those are the the main ones. But integrity is so important. And I just want to make sure that um, if you have a family member that's looking If you have a friend down the street, we have six offices. We cover from San Diego. Welcome, San Diegans, for listening to the show on KPRAZE, KPRZ, Um, and Orange County, L.A. We go up to Oxnard. Thank you. The Word, 98.3 FM, uh, Venturians, and up to KUHL and Santa Maria, San Luis Obispo, KSBYs, the TV show we're on. we're, We're just... We're trying to get the word out. We want to get the word out because we are growing. And we have four new hires right now. We're getting trucks for and getting phones for. And we're moving right along, moving and shaking. And uh, we're talking about opening up a couple more offices. So if you're interested, we'd love to talk to you. Anyway, so part one of the show is talking about living with integrity. And what does that look like? And what does the Bible say? What does God say about walking in integrity? And why is that so important? And it was talking about, um, you know, integrity. Without it, can we really have a relationship? And uh, I'm going to just, uh, let's see, where is my little, oh, I think it's back here. I'm going to read this little card that I have. And it's, for those that are watching on Facebook or Instagram, it's a card that was written by Mike Rovner, and he's a friend of mine. And we're in this group together. Uh, the Bob Harrison event. Integrity, definition of integrity, strict, uncompromising adherence to a moral code of ethics. 
Would you say that this world is lacking a little bit of this, a lot of this, a whole bunch of this? I would say it is. Having integrity is as simple as, and these are scriptures, doing what you say. Is that a good goal to live by? How many of you want that a person, when he says yes, that he means yes, and when he says no, he means no? How many of you want to deal with people like that? You don't have somebody that's sketchy, that's changing like the wind, that's going from a yes to a no, depending on who's in the room. Have you ever experienced that? James 5.12, let your yes be yes and your no be no, or you will be condemned. Be honest at your job. Be honest everywhere. But I'm talking about business right now. So it's saying, be honest at your job. Proverbs 16.11, God cares about honesty in the workplace. Your business is his business. Proverbs 11.1, God hates cheating in the marketplace. He loves it when business is above board. God hates cheating, God hates lying, God hates sin. In the workplace, it's just an extension of what's happening other places. And for a workplace, you know, you've got to be able to be profitable or you can't keep the doors open. And when you have people that are depending, your employees, depending on that paycheck, it's important that everybody understand that their input and not what they take out, but what they put in is what determines the amount of their paycheck. It's very interesting how it works, but that is how it works. Pay your taxes and do not cheat. Matthew 22, 21. Then he said to them, give to Caesars what is Caesars and to God what is God's. Pay what you owe if you owe. You know, I'm not in agreement with this government paying for our I, students, I'm sorry to say, but I, I went to college. I put myself through college. So for me, I didn't have the government there to pull me out. I knew when I made the commitment what the sacrifice was going to need to be in order for me to pay my my commitments. And I made the decision to do it. It wasn't up to somebody else to pay my bill for me, not my parents, not the government. I made the decision to better me And it was a decision I was willing to make, knowing the sacrifice it was going to take. I think too many people, just like with this um, moratorium on on rent, the the people that own the building that are paying the mortgage, they're not getting a free pass. They're not. But the people that are living in the house knew up front that they were going to need to pay to live there, but yet they're getting the freedom and the government is going to pay their rent. That's nice when that happens, when everybody does what they're supposed to, but there's people that aren't doing that, and the the people that are suffering are the people that are having to stay on board and pay their mortgage because we're supposed to pay what we owe. Do you see how that works? It's not up to, the government should not be doing that. And I know those of you that are in hard times, you're going, wait a minute, I mean, I'm really thankful for that, and I get that. Admit when you make a mistake and make amends. Have you ever been in a relationship where somebody has done wrong. It's apparent, it's so obvious, they did wrong. And you do your part to explain yourself. You do yourself to express how this hurt or how this felt. And that person still does not accept responsibility for the pain or whatever that person caused. How do you feel about that person? Is that someone you want to hang out with? Is that somebody you want to trust? With your heart, 
your head, your life, your children? Is that somebody you want to hang out with? I hope the answer is no. Proverbs 6, 2, 3. You have been trapped by what you said, ensnared by the words of your mouth. So do this, my son, to free yourself. Since you have fallen into your neighbor's hands, go to the point of exhaustion and give your neighbor no rest. Make a decision to be a person of integrity. It is your choice. I am hoping you're hearing this message. I'm hoping that there is a change of heart. If you're on the fence, if you're trying to make a decision on what feels good right now, I want that extra money. I really want to do this, even though it might not be the right thing. I am hoping that you change your mind, that you make the right choice to start living an integrity life. At least have that be your goal. We're going to fall short. I get it. God gets it. But let's make a decision today that we are going to leave behind integrity. What are people going to know you for? For not accepting responsibility and not saying you're sorry? Or of living a life of integrity, doing the right thing, even when no one's looking? These are big questions. They're big questions, and they can change your life. It changes the path in which you're walking a lot of the times. And how you're thinking, if there's uneasiness, I just had a decision that I was making and I was so uncomfortable. I felt like on one hand I had gone through the pros and cons and I knew that I was, it was okay. I mean, I I felt like I was going to come out on the other side okay. But something in my spirit, I did not have a peace of mind. I didn't have a peace in me. So that told me that if I did not have a peace about the decision, Maybe the decision was not the right decision, or maybe it's just not the right time for that decision. Sometimes it's timing. It's not that the decision is wrong, but maybe the timing is wrong. This is wisdom talking right now, and it's also the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this. Here's another one for you. Think before you act. Proverbs 14.8. The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways but the folly of fool is deception. Okay, here's one for you. I have come a long way. My daughter says, Mom, I'm so proud of you. There's so many times where a text will come over and I will get a defense or a knee-jerk reaction of, oh, really? And then I'm texting back to that person. And I don't send it right away. I will read it over a couple of times. And in the past, this is the past, I would send it, and I felt like it was the right thing to do at the moment. But when we really look at what the outcome we're trying to make happen, it might be contrary to pushing it because you feel like it right now. Does that make sense? Think before you act. Think before you push send. You can go ahead and write your text, but don't send it right away, especially when you feel like there's a lot of emotion going on. If you're angry, hang on. Hold on to that for a little while. Take a breath. Pray. There's a good one. Pray. Ask the Lord to reveal to you, is this, is this worded right? Could I deliver this message another way that would be more loving and kind but still get the point across? Is that a possibility? What's the goal here, Lord? What are we trying to accomplish here, Lord? Is it to just get back at them and smack them? Or is it that we want to really make a difference in that person's heart and mind and life? 
think before you speak. How many of you have spoken? You can't take those words back, but you wish you would have not spoken them. Have you ever done that? I have. Proverbs 13.3, careful words make for a careful life. Careless talk may ruin everything. Have you ever been in a situation where somebody else said something that you wish they wouldn't have? And then you're, you're dealing with, okay, how do, you, how do you present that? And is now the time? Is it another time? Do I write it down? Do I say it out loud? You know, what kind of response am I going to get? Is it going to be favorable? Or am I just going to dig deeper? I know we've all faced these things. You're listening to the Sue Free Show. Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. And I would love to hear from you. I would love for you to text me, email me, you know, just get on there and connect with me and tell me what's going on in your life. Tell me if you need prayer. If you need resources, I I have resources. I don't know all the answers. I really don't. I don't. I don't. God does. And we are called to just do what we're called to do. And then the Lord kind of picks it up from there. And he will guide us if we want him to. We can take the wheel or we can give it to Jesus. He does a much better job driving than I could ever do. And sometimes we just have to sit back, take a deep breath, not push send, not say what we want to say, and just hold it back and think about it for a while. As a decision maker and a problem solver, which I'm in that role all the time, in business, you know, um, in that role, sometimes I have to make decisions like right now. And sometimes I don't. The right now ones, I make them because of the information I have at that moment, because I have to make that decision right now. Now I get more information later, I have to come back and figure out what I'm going to do now, because I have new information that I didn't have before. Very interesting how that works. Ask God to help you make the right choices. How many of us do that? Since we're making choices of every minute of every day, how often are we asking him to help us make those choices? If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Do what God tells you. Proverbs 139, 23, 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me. And know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. This scripture right here is my scripture. This is the scripture. If I was going to have a tombstone, I'd probably have this one. This is the one that is, I don't know, just brought me to a new understanding. Because I want him to search me and know me. And I want him to let me know where I'm falling short because I want growth. I want to be better today than I was yesterday. What do you want? That's not a really a knee jerk question, but you could ask yourself this every day and get a notepad and write down on it because there's something that happens when you write it down. It's more, it's more real when you write it down. I found this to be true for me. I write down, what is it that Sue wants? What does she want? I want what God wants for me. I want to do what he wants me to do. But what is that? What is it that he wants? So I first have to know what I want. I just, I want to get it out of my head and out of my heart. What is it that I really want? Right now I'm looking for, you know, someplace down the road. Where do I want to land? Where do I want to live? Where do I want my kids to come and visit? Where is that? 
And I'm looking at the intelligent thing like taxes, capital gains, all of those things. But I'm also looking at what is it that I want? And at my age, what can I handle? These are interesting questions I'm asking at my age. But what a wonderful, wonderful life. What a wonderful life. And we all have this life and we can direct it. And hopefully we are asking God to help to make our right choices. Do what God tells you. Have close associations with people of integrity. So we've talked about how do you know if someone has integrity, right? We ask these questions, doing what you say. Your yes be yes and your no be no. Be honest. Pay your taxes. Do not cheat. So if you know anybody that's not doing these things, pay what you owe. If they're not paying what they owe, admit when you make a wrong. Admit your mistake. These are things of integrity. So couldn't you just write these things down and say, okay, I'm going to think of a person. Okay, do they do what they say? Is there yes or yes? No, they're no. They're no. Uh, are they honest? Um, do they pay their taxes? Do they cheat? Uh, do they pay what they owe or do they let somebody else take it? Do they admit when they're wrong? These are things that we can ask the question and, and then ask yourself, how are you doing? Or maybe we should start there. How are you doing in this department? Have close associations with people of integrity. And here's what the, the word says. It's Proverbs 13, 20. Become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out with fools and watch your life fall to pieces. Wow, that's pretty clear, isn't it? <laughs> that's pretty clear right there. If you want to look that one up, it's right there in the Bible. Proverbs thirteen twenty. Have people in your life that keep you accountable. That's a big one. Even at work, we need to have people that are holding others accountable. If you give somebody a job to do, a project, you want to make sure that you're looking back and you're saying, okay, let's see, how are you doing on that? Same thing with people in life. We, we, you know, I've been in relationships where somebody just had a very difficult time. The word confrontation comes to mind. But if we don't confront what is not working, we're allowing things to happen and we're allowing dysfunction because we are supposed to speak. We have to communicate and there's a right and a wrong way to present something to somebody based on how you want it to handle, you know, how you want it to play out. Benefits of integrity. God's protection is around people of integrity. Righteousness guards the man of integrity, but wickedness overthrows the sinner. Boy, I know what side I want to be on that one. People will receive Jesus. It is a great witness. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them. Because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Okay, that's a big one for me. I probably should memorize that one. First Timothy 4.16. You will be promoted. How many of you would like to be promoted? At work, I love it when I can promote somebody they have to train their replacement. Interesting concept. It just came to me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But whenever someone wants to promote and move up, there's a space open. So in order for me to move this person up, I need to have somebody to fill that person's slot. Would that be the same for God? Think about it. In order for me to move up and be promoted, I have to train those that I'm working with. I have to multiply his efforts. I have to multiply. 
very interesting concept that just came to me. And thank you, Jesus, for that. I have to remember that. It will cause favor in your life. Psalm 112. Good will come to him who is generous and lends freely, who conducts his affairs with justice. I've been told that my biggest uh, problem is that I'm, I care too much. I care too much. I said, wow, if I, if I have that on my tombstone, I think I could, I could die with that. I think it'd be okay to say that Sufri's cared too much. And I'm, I'm very giving. If somebody needs something, I try to help them. Sometimes it backfires. Sometimes it doesn't turn out the way I'm thinking it's going to turn out. In fact, a lot of times lately that's happened. But does that cause me to stop? No, because I think we're called to do that. So I'm going to go to Jesus Calling right now. My girlfriend, Catherine, in Nashville. Just love that girl. She gave me this book, and boy, can you tell I've been in it. It's, it's like worn, tattered, torn. It's such a great book. I, I recommend it highly. Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence. Sarah Young. And here's what it says for today. Are you ready? Come to me with all your weaknesses, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Rest in the comfort of my presence. That's the Lord's presence. Remembering that nothing is impossible with me, meaning him. Pry your mind away from your problems so you can focus your attention on me. Recall that I am able to do immeasurably more than all you ask or imagine. Instead of trying to direct me to do this and that, Seek to attune yourself to what I am already doing. When anxiety attempts to wedge its way into your thoughts, remind yourself that I am your shepherd. The bottom line is that I am taking care of you. Therefore, you needn't be afraid of anything. Rather than trying to maintain control over your life, abandon yourself to my will. Though this may feel frightening, even dangerous, the safest place to be is in my will. And here's two scriptures that go with this. Oh, three. Luke 1. For nothing is impossible with God. Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. And here's one. I think most of us know this one by heart. And if we really dissect this one sentence by sentence, it really has so much in it. Are you ready? Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness, for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalm 23, 1 through 4. I think this is something that most people have heard before, but yet when you dissect it, if you read it one line at a time and really take it in that he's talking to you, that he's talking to you during this whole thing. Um, you're going to find that it brings comfort and peace and just a knowing that he's with us. His presence is with us through all the things that we're going through in this life. And whether you're on your highest high or your lowest low, 
we're on a journey and we will get through this. And, and, you know, some people, I can't remember who said this. It was just recently on a football game or something where they were saying that you just have to know when you get down, you have to get back up again. And when you're, when you hit a block wall, keep going. When you hit tragedy, if you hit circumstances and you're going through it, keep going. Just keep going. Don't stop. Keep going. And you'll find that the Lord will be with you. And we need him. Sometimes we don't realize we need him. And we think we could just do whatever we need to do without him. I'm finding more and more that my life, I have this little bracelet that says pray first. And I'm finding that I am praying without ceasing. Just talking and walking with the Lord. And it's so amazing because I want to see with his eyes. Do you want that? What do you want? Be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you, bless you, bless you. Until next week. Bye-bye. Ah, it's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.